because of what's going to happen later on in our life. We know just by looking at other human beings and through our own experience that there's going to be troubles in our life. There will be hardships and challenges, illnesses, and yes, even death. And so we need to be ready for those experiences. God is getting us ready by strengthening our faith in Jesus, trusting in him and his rule over everything in our life, always and only to bless us. Now, how does that happen? He does it through his word. The scriptures tell us, you study the scriptures diligently because you think that in them you have eternal life. And we do. These are the very scriptures that testify about me. You see, those scriptures lead us to Jesus and give us faith in Jesus because the word of God is active and alive. Peter said, you have the scriptures that are absolutely reliable. You can trust that they will do what God intends for them to do in your life. The writer of the letter to the Hebrew Christians put it this way, the word of God is living and active. Just as God is alive and works in our life, so is his word alive and works in our life. Just as we find comfort from John 3, 16, for God so loved the world that he gave his only son, so we can find comfort in every passage of scripture, even in something that we think maybe doesn't relate to us, like Leviticus 3.16. But because the word of God is alive and active, it works in our lives too. So it's a good thing to get into. It's a good thing to listen to, to learn, to lean on, to trust. We have this assurance from God. So is my word that goes out from my mouth. It will not return to me empty, but will accomplish what I desire and achieve the purpose for which I sent it. God is going to work in our lives, no matter what's going on in your life, through his word. So you can see then how this is a good first step in getting into shape spiritually, get into his word. So here are some plans. Search the scriptures eagerly and diligently. That means with a strong desire, with some excitement and anticipation that they are going to bring blessing to you. Now here's the proof. We're told that the first Christians were doing that very thing. We're told they devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and to the fellowship, to the breaking of bread, which is communion, and to prayer. So by getting into God's word, it helped them with the rest of their spiritual life. We're also told this about another group of people who were studying the scriptures, the Bereans. It says, now the Berean Jews were of no more noble character than those in Thessalonica, for they received the message with great eagerness and examined the scriptures every day to see if what Paul said was true. As a result, many of them believed. So if you need to have your faith strengthened, get into God's word. 
because it works. But there's a second thing that we should do in that process of studying the scripture, and that is to pray for God to open our eyes. Because we would admit that we have some cloudiness in our mind and understanding everything, and cloudiness in our heart, too, to trust. The psalmist said, Lord, open my eyes that I may behold wondrous things out of your law. Sometimes when we read the scriptures, we're just waiting for God to kind of jump at us and, 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 and really bring out our, our joy and excitement, and that can happen. But sometimes that may be delayed a little bit. Sometimes we may have to grow in our understanding of what God is teaching us. And so to pray that God would give us his spirit to open our eyes to see his truth is an excellent way to study the scriptures. But here's another point, and that is to read the scriptures with a God-centered attitude. Now, here's what I mean about that. Sometimes when we read the scriptures, we're saying, just like maybe you are this morning listening to me, what's in it for me? What's the message for me? What am I going to get out of this? You see, so often we just want to get things for ourselves. Understandable. But maybe we should start first with that approach of seeing what it says about God. Here's an example. You're familiar with this passage. I can do all things through him who strengthens me. Now, I've heard people read that passage and say, see, I can do all things. And they're pumped up. They're excited. That's good. But what happens then when they fail? What happens when things don't go the way they thought they should go? They maybe find fault in themselves. Instead, maybe we should look at that last part of the passage that focuses us on God, him who strengthens me. You see, then we will find the strength and the guidance we need when we focus on God and not ourselves. So those are some little key tips to help with that plan of studying the scriptures. Now every uh, health plan, every uh, plan about dieting or exercising has a purpose, has a goal behind it. So does this plan. We'll use the letter H from the word shape to stand for that. It's to have a healthy heart. Now, we know that by proper eating and good exercise, we're making our heart healthy. We want it to be strong. We want it to beat regularly. We want that good blood flow in our body that gives us the energy we need. Well, that's also true for us spiritually. Listen again to what Peter was saying. He said, we also have the prophetic message as something completely reliable. I just explained that. And you will do well to pay attention to it. Just told you how to do that. As to a light shining in a dark place until the day dawns and the morning star rises in your hearts. What's he talking about there? He's talking about a healthy heart. That is, one that has faith in God as its savior. That morning star that he's talking about 
is Jesus. That morning star is that first one that rises in the sky and that shows us that night is over. It's a new day. And as the sun rises in the morning and dispels the darkness, so Jesus, too, rises in our hearts, in our lives, and dispels darkness of sin, darkness of, of doubts and fears, because it shows us the love, the grace, the will, the plan of God for our lives. So a healthy heart starts with a strong faith, and that strong faith is given from the Scriptures. But Peter will also go on and talk about something else. He'll talk about faithfulness. Right after these words about the reliability of the Scriptures as God's Word, their purpose and the blessing it brings you, he then speaks of a warning. He warns us about the false teachings and teachers that will be out in the world, that will try to pull us away from the truth and destroy our faith, to create doubts and, and fears, to lead us into sin. We can see how that's all around us in this world. The things we hear, whether we're taught them in school or hear them on TV, through the media, through entertainment, through just people around us, we can be led into temptation and into doubts about God's word. That's why Peter warns us and encourages us to get into shape, to have a healthy heart, one that's strong in faith and one that's faithful to his word, one that will fight off the temptations of sin, one that will quell those doubts and fears that we have so that we can enjoy the pleasures that God brings us through faith. Peter's also going to go on and encourage us in how we live as Christians and how we serve God. That faithfulness in living and in serving comes from hearing the scriptures in which we are reminded of God's faithfulness to us. All right, so here's the New Year's plan for you to get into shape spiritually, to have a healthy heart. Here's some of the things that you can do. How about some personal resources to study? The scriptures, our meditation booklet, our bookstore in the, in the back here has got some great resources in which we can delve into and, and read the scriptures and learn more about God. Make a plan to read those things. Search diligently, pray for God to open your eyes, and simply trust what he's saying. A second thing is to identify and remove obstacles. You know, all these health clubs and health programs, they all start out with a big bang. Everybody's, I'm going to do it. But soon we kind of find that we drift off and get back into the old way of things. And that can happen spiritually, too. We can start out on a new course with dedication, but sometimes different obstacles get in the way. The writer to the Hebrew Christians, again, pointed that out. He says, therefore, since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses, all these people who have experienced strong faith, let us throw off everything that hinders and the sin that so easily entangles, and let us run with perseverance the race marked out for us, fixing our eyes on Jesus, the pioneer and the perfecter of our faith. 
here are some of the obstacles. Here are some of the things that tangle us up. We'll say, well, I don't have time. I'm too busy. Or I need help managing things. Or I, I really don't know how I should proceed. And so I'm just going to put it off for a little bit. All of those excuses tangle us up so that we don't get involved with exercising our faith. Throw those hindrances away and stay on course. One of those hindrances can be that sometimes dull days get us down. By that I mean we think sometimes we should open the scripture and there should be a big aha moment and a lot of excitement and acceleration of our faith. That may happen, but it may not. It may be more of a gradual type of growth. Let the Spirit work. Let him percolate those truths in you. And don't be discouraged if it seems kind of dull at first. Let it grow in you and let the Spirit work that growth. And then finally, the encouragement is to grow with other people. God has put us together to encourage and serve one another. In our small group settings, in our Bible class settings, just in our common fellowship that we have here this morning. It's a way for us to grow together in our faith to encourage one another. So, this year, let's resolve to get into better shape spiritually. And while we may think, oh, it's going to take a lot of time, a lot of effort, I don't know. Let me assure you, you have nothing to lose, only blessings to gain, because God promises that. Let's grow and get in shape. Amen.